Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a talk about The Reckoning. Tier 1 and Tier 2 are out already. Wanted to give my thoughts so far just about how it feels, how it plays, and maybe even give you some advice about how to play Tier 2. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now. You can look up say no to rage on the Twitch app or Twitter. Wherever you're listening to this, if you hit the like button, the subscribe button, that is a helpful thing. Thing to my content. So I want to first talk about tier 1 and 2, then I want to talk about the armor, and then at the end I want to talk about loopable content, content that can be looped through. So first, let's just talk tier 1 and tier 2. At this point, I enjoyed tier 1. I liked the fact that there were modifiers, I liked the pace, it was neat. If you're looking to farm the meatball, he can show up in there and you can get his rewards. Clintus indicated that last night on the Rageless Roundtable. So outside of that though, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of reason to run tier one, given that if you're chasing the actual Gambit Prime armor and the Gambit Prime perks, you you won't be using any tier one armor if that's what you're going for. So if you're incentivized by the Gambit Prime armor, tier one armor is utterly worthless to you. Now I know people are saying that apparently there is a triumph that you can get from getting all the tiers of armor. So once you get a full set of armor I would stop doing tier 1 unless you're farming for the meatball a tip about farming for the meatball would be create a weaker moat because you have to create the moat to go in and then just don't freaking use it you don't have to put the moat in the bank you can just run it over and over and over again until the meatball shows up this is a lot less stressful than running and farming for meatball in gambit where you have to win to get the item and you can be playing against a team that is going to make that frustrating and maybe not enjoyable for you if you lose now tier two is actually really fun i didn't appreciate blackout uh, day one that led to some frustrating occurrences where we didn't really die because we made mistakes but the ogres and the knights can hit the ground and one hit you when you're up in the air away from them i didn't appreciate that i don't like when i feel like there's layers of false difficulty i enjoyed the intensity it brought with the thrall but it led to some pretty frustrating encounters where we were on a groove we were in a groove and on a roll and kind of had that disrupted by what i would consider to be a pretty cheap kill other than that i find tier two to be a really really fun time if you do it with the right builds you can burn through it fairly quickly and then farm for guns. If you're not looking at the armor, if you're kind of like me and you don't really give two hoots and a holler about the armor, you can farm tier two for the guns. Now, it does seem to be that the hand cannon is not dropping in there. They may be reserving that for tier three. I'm not sure. There are particular things you can do in Gambit Prime for chances at the guns, but this is a quick non-PVP seven minute burn if you got a right if you got a good team to get a chance for guns. The drop rates don't seem to be incredible, but they seem to be pretty decent. So I would encourage you to go in with an, an Orpheus Riggs tether. You need that for the ads and then go in with a slow Nova, the big slow one and a skull of the dire Ahamkara. One person on each of those pretty much guarantees the bridge is taken care of. Two Slovas with dire Ahamkara is nice because you can have somebody looking behind and somebody looking forward. The spawn rates of the big yellow bars is pretty constant and consistent and Orpheus Riggs Tether is going to keep everybody healthy and alive as well as generate a ton of orbs. 
That's going to help you once you get into the boss room. Once you get into the boss room, steer clear of the knights. Go get the buff when they're on their way. Try to do your best to do as much damage as you can while they're approaching. By the time this video hits YouTube or iTunes or whatever you're listening to this, there will be different modifiers. So if you're thinking about damaging the boss and it's solar, uh, everybody should be using 1k voices. When it was void, hitting them with Nova just annihilated them. When it's Ark, you're probably going to want to either run like a Cold Heart or uh, probably Wardcliffe Coil, honestly. Cold heart would be nice because it can really do a lot of damage from a distance especially on an arc burn but if it's arc burn and heavyweight then you're really going to want to try out that ward cliff just be careful you don't blow yourself up now i think it's strange that outside of farming the meatball tier one was made irrelevant very quickly now they may come back and say we actually think it's not necessarily irrelevant it's seen as a stepping stone into the grind my concern there is anybody that gets tier one armor is going to find out very quickly it's worthless to them maybe they should consider a very pricey form of upgrading that armor or at least give some sense on a breakdown so whenever you are breaking down tier one armor maybe you get a chance at some sense back to get back some of the currency that you freaking spent uh, farming for them, especially considering while you're farming for tier 1 synths, getting a synth back on a piece of armor is just going to kind of keep you in there. Now, they might not want to do that because that's going to make nobody ever play Prime. You can basically just continually get your synths back, but if it's just tier 1 armor, I think that's fair uh, because tier 2 armor, you wouldn't get two synths back. You could make it so you get like one synth back. Again, creating this environment of getting something back for your time and when it's time to go over into tier 3, you haven't burned through every synth in your inventory because you've been farming for tier 1, tier 2. Now, let's talk about the actual armor. This is something that I, I understand why they did it, but this is an indication of, a, of, of, a, of I think, a misstep in the content. Tier 1 and Tier 2 armor is basically worthless if you're trying to go for a max set of perks to really do the thing where you're like, I'm an invader, I'm a collector, whatever. You're not going to have a reason to keep Tier 1, Tier 2. Now, I understand if they just let you upgrade a Tier 1 piece really easily to Tier 3, everyone would just run Tier 1. It's easier, it's faster. You get a god roll pair of gauntlets, and you just upgrade them to Tier 3. I understand how that would be a deficiency as well. There needs to be that incentive and that motivation to run Tier 3 to get that tier uh, tier 3 level armor. That's why I said if you could let people either get synths back or make it very, very expensive, um, that would be, I think, a very good way of not making the armor completely worthless. It serves some purpose, but you're still having a stronger motivation to go in to tier 3. So I understand they didn't want to make it so that tier 3 doesn't really matter by making the, the, the lower tiers too valuable and make them super easily to upgrade, but you also don't want to leave them completely irrelevant. Again, I think Bungie would just push back and say, we see your tier 1 and tier 2 as a stepping stone to tier 3, and we made tier 2 a step up because you can farm for the guns. Tier 1's just a taste, and it's sort of an entry point for folks to get in, get their powerful reward, and and use that as a stepping stone of the content. I will say, this is probably better than the way they set up the forges, because people have that access point of getting in. They just need to consider all of the pitfalls of the leveling that I outlined in another talk. So lastly, let's talk about loopable content, because I do think that's one of the keys to the annual pass. The annual pass's goal should be twofold. Give us a content loop, 
and give us a, a refreshing feel to the game. I think the refreshing feel is missing. I said that in my first impressions video about the season of the Drifter. That doesn't feel like the game has been refreshed. None of the vendors have been updated. None of the pursuits have been updated. They're just there as a painful and frustrating RNG milestone leveling system. So you're almost having 90% of the content not only made like less relevant, it doesn't kind of matter. It's almost like that content is soured for you because you're sort of drugged through it and then sort of slapped in the face with bad drops, bad RNG. So I think the refreshing aspect needs to be there, but the loopable content aspect needs to be there. And I think Reckoning does actually a good job of doing that. I enjoyed Reckoning 1. I I didn't feel there was a loot incentive outside of farming for the meatball. Reckoning 2 is nice because there's guns to farm. That's good too. Reckoning 3... That remains to be seen. My feedback to Bungie is if you create a really fun content loop like The Reckoning, your missing piece is player agency. So the forges were pretty accessible and pretty easy to do, right? The Reckoning Tier 2 is arguably and visibly seen as significantly harder than the forges, and your reward structure is less rewarding. It's a less rewarding environment, and it's harder. That's nonsensical. Like, that's illogical. You should be going into Tier 2 and Tier 3 with player agency bounties from Drifter, just like Ada. So you're like, I know this is harder, but I have a set. I have a gun that I'm going after. I'm going to get this this auto rifle from Drifter. I'm going to be able to get it every two runs or something like that. And, And then for Tier 2, maybe make it every three runs. You know, every 21 minutes, every 25 to 30 minutes, you're getting you're getting a gun to drop, and then you have the bounties rotate the same way Ada's bounties rotate. It doesn't make any sense to have forges be significantly easier, but give you way more player agency over the control of what you get. And then we land in Season of the Drifter with harder content. It's fun, it's addicting, but it's harder. Try Tier 2 matchmaking and you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, once people all get high level, sure, it'll go better. But still, you're still dealing with more challenging content. Even with a team, it's more challenging. You're never going to convince me that Tier 2 Reckoning is a thousand times harder than the Forges. So it lacks, it lacks that sense of logic of, hey, the content's harder, but we're giving you player agency, and that makes it easier for you to farm and go after the gear. I think it's really good with modifiers. The modifiers rotating is a good way of making it change, change your strategy. If it's maybe too punishing one day, come back the next day. I would love to see rotating bosses with a specific drop. That would be cool too. We said that about the Haunted Forest. It'd be cool if each week there was a different boss and that boss had a chance to drop a really cool item so then you're not just farming for like the Drifter stuff because that I think is another form of agency that would make this content good is that if you could actually just farm a boss and his specific drop and then on top of that add the Ada style bounties as well. So at the end of the day, I like Reckoning. I like how it feels. I like where Bungie's head's at. We're going to create high octane content dependent upon supers and exotics and that might not that might frustrate some people but i find it to be very fun very loopable i just would love to see a little bit more player agency in the game with respect to the pursuits of the actual guns themselves and also maybe a little bit more thoughtfulness in the future about the futility of tier one and tier two armor as with all of my content we're going to transition to q a i appreciate you watching and listening in all the various locations please like share and subscribe